Hello and welcome. That was a clip no more than 30 seconds of a popular song we don't have the rights to. So enjoy that. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was popular, but that's okay. Okay, we should we should do shorter clips, I think. Just listening to other podcasts that kind of do the sampling thing that we're doing. Like, how much subtract you put in that one freaked me out. Because I was like... Which one? Oh. Uh, the Coachella one. Oh, that was like a month ago. I know. It's just one of the ones I, I've listened to, and it's like, there's like half that song is in there. What song like, was that even? I can't remember. Uh, that's Wildfire by Subtract, which oh, I yeah, endorse. right. And I recommend people check out, but <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's not important. Um, okay. The world's going crazy this week. I don't know if you've heard murders and horrifying things on the internet. Basically, but... the zombie apocalypse is starting, but I, I mean, some... I'm feeling okay. Gross stuff is happening everywhere, it seems, and I don't know if it's just summertime's coming and people are getting weird, but don't worry about you that. Know, yeah, you know how often it gets all nice out and you're just like, I'm going to eat someone's face today. Yeah, and then put it on the internet. Like, from Montreal, there was this other guy who did some pretty gnarly stuff. and Is he the one that sent it to, like, conservatives? Yeah! Like, what are okay. you doing, guy? Yeah. What, what? Like, I, I thought... I thought everyone was talking about the same grizzly murder story. And I was no, like, oh, there's yeah, I read been about actually a couple of them. And then it's like, no, no, there's there's a couple. We got a few. Like, and th- that dude is on the loose apparently. As of this recording, he has not been caught. He's like around. Yeah, he he might be in France or something. He's still like, eating like, people. It's gross. It's really gross. So you know, don't worry about that though. Just leave that baggage outside, and we're just going to talk about movies and music and have a good time and try to remind everybody what what all is going on that's what's really important in the world yeah what's really important like dinner for schmucks that kind of mediocre movie that's from two years ago that's kind of a funny thing to bring up as we're talking about people eating each other but okay oh man that was unintentional like we couldn't go any other way with that huh yeah i just wanted to get it out of the way um because it was probably one of the earlier things in the week i did you asked me about it Mm -hmm. have you seen it I, yes, actually, I have, and you wouldn't think I would because I've made it clear my stance on, uh, Carol. You don't like Steve Carell? Not really, no. That's fair, I guess. Like, I mean, I I still do, but... I don't like him when he does roles like this, where he's putting on, like, a weird persona. I can't stand that. Oh, okay. Like, when he's just being kind of, like, the awkward idiot in the office and stuff like that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't like when he, like, tries to do voices or, like, when he's putting on stupid faces. When he's trying to be more slapstick than usual, Yeah, I don't like that. I felt like there was a kind of a balance in this movie. Like, probably the one saving grace for this movie for me is, like, the whole mouse uh, dioramas yeah, thing. Yeah, it was kind of, like, endearing. Like, that just added this weird dimension to this comic character that... I kind of found endearing and yeah, and interesting and kind of tragic in this weird way. But there's a I, lot I don't of know. weird people in that film too. Yeah, like Chris O'Dowd has a nice little role that I yeah, forgot about. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like he has one gag specifically that I thought was really funny and continue to think is funny. Was he the I, I, sword like, guy? He's the sword guy okay. and yeah, like he tries to turn the tables cuz he's a blind guy by turning off the lights or whatever. Right, yeah. And it's funny. Um I did see it in theaters a couple years ago and felt kind of eh about it, and I guess I still do, just because, like, I like that diorama thing, like, that that character dynamic. I like Jermaine Clement as, like, the -the over-the-top artist dude, but... Oh, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah, the whole central, like, relationship thing with Paul Rudd's character is just so boring. It's just, like... Pretty much, like, all the parts with Paul Rudd's character were really dumb. Like, there's a part where his back goes out and he stands really awkwardly on a step, and I thought that was really funny both times, but that's it. Like, they just don't give his character enough to really... Do you say do... this is the worst role for Paul Rudd that he's done? No, I I don't think so. Like, I'm trying to think, like, I, I, I need to see more stuff. I guess I didn't love our idiot brother despite... Actually, he was great in it, though. It was just that movie had no direction. Yeah, really. I meant specifically for him. Ah, uh, like it's like a poor suited fit for what he does. Maybe I guess of, it, of recent like, ones that I can think of. They need what his character needs is not what you would get Paul Rudd for usually. Yeah, you just kind of need the like, like he's almost a know. straight man in this movie. And, like, What's that? He's, 
he's almost the straight guy in this one. Like, he's conflicted about whether he should do this, like, make fun of this guy, but he doesn't really get much comic stuff on his own. Like, I guess he's supposed to be like, oh, I feel awkward because this crazy ex-girlfriend showed up, but that whole part, that whole sequence both times, just it's so bad. It's just terrible. I don't know if you remember. There's, like, this dinner scene. Um... It's it's no. totally forgettable, so I don't I totally forgive you if you don't remember. It's just ten minutes of this movie just falls flat like, completely, and then like Galifianakis is there is like weird. I didn't like his dude. character very much in this movie. Yeah, he's just I don't know, whatever. Like, not a lot to do. Kind of a one note gag thing. Like overall, I still don't have tons of affection for this movie, but the, those dioramas, man, they're they're great. Like that credit sequence was great, and then. Like, him kind of showcasing a whole bunch of them at the end is pretty funny. And just kind of neat to see. It's like kitschy, weird folk art thing. I don't know. <laughs> That's my favorite part of it. Actually, movie. a lot of people apparently don't care for this movie very much. IMDb gives it 5.9 out of 10. Yeah, it it was... Like, it's not like I had super high hopes for it ever, but it was just... It's just nothing special at all. Yeah. Um, speaking of Paul Rudd, I kind of want to see Wanderlust. I've heard good things about it. Um, John Hamm endorses it, so there you that, go. So that it's going to be something. great, maybe. But yeah, for movies though, that's that's really all I watched this week. It was television. Beyond that, all I, wa- Did you watch- all I watched was The Gray, and I actually just finished watching it about two hours ago. Yeah, and then you tried trolling me, and I did get really annoyed with you for like that two seconds before I got your other text because it was like, "What? How can anyone not like this movie?" And I was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind." Pretty funny though, right? I guess some people did, because it's not at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes or anything, but, you know, they're probably just, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to make generalizations. I thought it was great. Um, we'll we'll write up a thing about that. Yeah, Do, we'll go what are we calling those? on that. Digital diatribes? Uh, digression. Digressions? Okay. Uh, this will be the third in the trilogy, um, although yeah. we're going to make another trilogy. So, like, probably. weekly feature, I guess? If if we find things that we both have done, yeah. That, well, I'm thinking, like, the week after people hear this, it'll probably be Prometheus, right? Oh, man, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm quite looking forward to that movie. I, yeah. I have You're going to be back for that, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'll be back from the E3. This is the pre-E3 so, edition. Yeah, so I guess when people hear this, welcome back. I will back. have you just been at... Already. E3. I was going to lie and pretend it was like, man, that was so sweet. That was awesome. All those games I saw. Metal Gear Revengeance. Oh. What but, we should do is just, you should be like, it was, and then leave a pause, and then I'll just put in a mechanical voice, de- like, depending how good of a time you had, so it'll be just like, it was awesome. Or, like, or I'll or just something. record a bunch of sound bites. Just, like, like, cut into that space. Right, like, just a list of game names, and then awesome. Kind of disappointing. Pretty terrible. And just, like, you substitute. But in, like, Microsoft Sam's voice. Sure. No, we'll just we'll just save all that for next week or whatever. Yeah, or you can listen to the other podcast editing. I do. Can I cross promote? Can I say top down perspective out loud? Because mm-hmm. that's why I'm going. Yeah. I got a media we've, badge and everything. I mean we've had top down perspective on here. Oh right, right. Okay. Um oh yeah, the whole Marvel thing. I forgot about that. Um yeah, so I'll be doing that for the next little while, so that'll probably be encompass most of the media I consume next week. But probably like all of it, I would yeah. assume. Um, do you want brief thoughts on the gray or whatever? Like, I, I haven't seen it in a couple months, but I remember quite Um, it. Or do you want to save like, that? by the trailer, I was, I think you were expecting, well, you had said, like, I was just there for Liam Neeson with his, like, the bo- broken bottles around his fist. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Like, that like, was the moment in the trailer where it's like, oh, well, I'm seeing that. Right. Yeah. Where for me... It was more like I just I wanted to see where they went for it because I thought it would be like a good character story. And then like when I saw that part I was like, Oh, that's probably like at the end or something. That's probably mm-hmm. not gonna be like it's probably not gonna be Liam Neeson versus the wolves in Mortal Kombat. I was like the whole movie more of a survival slow motion movie. punching wolves. Yeah. It's not that movie. But Yeah. Um you're right, it I guess it did so then it went kinda in the direction you were expecting then. That's what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm totally happy with that because it, it surpassed my expectations and what I was expecting, so that's a good thing. Right. Like, just nice little weird life and death stuff, survival drama, 
some right. character stuff. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, the weird thing is like you're rooting for the characters as they present them, but mm-hmm. like after something happens to one of the characters, they're totally forgettable. Like the only character you really remember is Liam Neeson. Right. Like the others are kind of just thrown in. It's a group of dudes. Basically, that don't if really it was a horror other. movie, they would just be the sacks of meat waiting to get killed. Uh, I felt there was like a few hooks for each one. Like, right, I mean, what I'm saying is there's like there's kind of a religious battle, them, but yeah, yeah. at the same time, as soon as they're gone, it's just like, oh yeah, he was totally in this movie. Right, right. Like, they're, they're all kind of contributing to the, the group, but they're not fully fleshed out individuals. The only person they bother to flesh out more is Liam Mason's character, yeah. And like, understand that has too, a because it would take forever anything. to do all of them. Yeah, yeah. Just make it a centerpiece around him or whatever, and and the, and the, how those people kind of impacted him a little bit. Like, there's a scene towards the end, but we'll save spoiler stuff for the write-up, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know how... Actually, you know what? It's out on video now, so yeah, we'll do spoilers, I guess. In the write-up, yeah, but not here. Yeah, not here wanna... in the write-up. Yeah, I mean, it just came out on DVD and stuff. I mean, it did well at the box office, but I'd still recommend people check it out Um, if you missed it the first time around. Um, like me? Yeah. I'm and you have like Piranha plans, but they have not panned out yet. So. Yeah, I had a headache from about noon yesterday until I fell asleep at 1 o'clock in the morning, I guess okay. today. So, I mean, I had a really crappy night, but oh well. Okay, so we'll get the report on that sometime. I have not much interest in that movie. It looks gross. It looks gross. Yeah, you didn't like the first one either, right? Uh, I really wanted to, but overall it was just like too self-aware or something maybe like yeah it just it didn't quite tickle me right um despite a whole bunch of cast members i quite like it just ving rames ving rames adam scott uh elizabeth shoe like it just yeah oh yeah elizabeth i forgot about her yeah it just didn't add up somehow for me anyway there are some moments that i still stand out but whatever Mm -hmm. um okay tv time what TV shows did you watch? Um, I've been watching online, actually. There's full episodes of Penn & Teller's Fool Us. It's a show in the UK. I think um, I have a vague knowledge of this show. I've seen some clips, I think. But describe it, and I'll, I'll It's pretty good. Right. Basically, Penn & Teller, everybody... I mean, most people know. They're, like, world-class magicians. Um, they've been doing Illusionists. It for, yeah, whatever. Illusionists. They've They're been secular doing thinkers. They know there's no magic, and they make you know, too. Yeah, like, that's part of their act, too. Yeah, is being kind of transparent about the artificiality of it. I think everybody kind of knows who they are, but basically Teller's a mute. That's his part of the act. He doesn't say anything, and Penn, like, makes up for it by doing all the talking. Mm -hmm. And uh, Penn has very, very strong moral and social views on a lot of different stuff, including magic and illusions. So that's part of the act, too. And, like, he brings up stuff based on like other stuff too basically like your free thinkers club that's like the magic show yeah that's kind of cool um anyways so they sit there and people do magic tricks for them and if they can't figure out how the illusion's done then they take them to vegas with them and they do a show on their stage with them or something like that okay so it's a good way for like up and coming illusionists and all that to get their name out there but Mm -hmm. more importantly for me it's just really fun to watch magic tricks because magic tricks are totally like a skeptic's porn it's just like everything you can't believe is true but like you're seeing it happen so right. it's just you just kind of indulge in it and i love it so it's great and yeah they kind of c- confer amongst each other and then take a guess as to how it happened right yeah and i would say but they're at no only point right you... up about 75 percent of the time which is great because, At no point do they tell the audience though, because that ruins it. Um, right? They do for a few of them. Oh, like, okay. Some not they don't say exactly all the tricks done, but they'll be like, "You did a deck switch or something like that." Okay. And like they use terminology, but like even though you and me know what they did now, we don't know where they did it or how they did it. So it's still fine. And uh, a lot of illusions deal a lot with just, like, sleight of hand, so even if you know how it's done, it's really hard for someone who's really good at it to catch it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's totally fine. It's not a big thing. Um, but yeah, so American Idol for magic. It's great. 
and I guess Archer. I've been watching some of that cartoon again. Still pretty good. What? What's the? Who's the voice of that guy? Uh, you know what? I keep forgetting his name. He does another show that I really don't like now called Bob's Burgers. Have you okay. seen that at all? It's on TV. No, I'm just gonna look up Archer. Uh, H. John Benjamin does. Okay. Yeah, but there's like Chris Parnell, Asia Tyler, and all those people. They're in it too. So yeah, pretty good show. Um, definitely not a kids show, but that's probably why I like it. Maybe. See, I guess. Secret Agent. Like I've, I've just, I've never watched this. I don't know if I would yeah. fancy it or not. Uh, he works for a spy agency, and it's just basically like an animated sitcom type thing in a spy agency and all the okay. characters are kind of weird representations of like cliches in a spy movie hmm I do like spy movies and like so Archer is kind of like a fuck up but like he's still really good at his job and then his mother runs the agency and like he has mommy issues because she's kind of a bitch um the secretary's a total bitch or no, the secretary's kind of like, um, I don't know, like a strange tomboy type character. Like, they, they're they all just, it's a character-driven thing, and it's just comedy. I don't know how to explain it, really. Mm-hmm. Pretty okay. good, though. Okay. Um, and I'm going to guess you've been watching Game of Thrones and Mad Men. Those are my two shows right now, although they're both almost over for this season. Um... Man, yeah, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that show anymore. How was the battle? The battle was pretty good. It was, it, but it also kind of stood out as being like, this is the first episode this season where they focused on one thing, and lo and behold, it's the best episode of the season. Okay. So for me, it's just like, do this more. What are you doing the rest of the time? Why are we screwing around with like all these other people? And apparently, they've announced like the cast for next season, and it's even bigger. So great like i think they just need longer seasons or something but that's not how hbo does or like longer shows maybe episodes no i don't want more than an hour a week like that's that's just you can't do that don't do that either so they just need more episodes or less characters or or something or maybe i'm just the guy that doesn't like it and everyone else can keep enjoying it but it was directed by neil neil marshall big splashy battle like it's like it did kind of stand out to me as being, like, one of the few times you see kind of a Lord of the Rings-style fight, but just R-rated. So it's just like, okay. oh, no, that dude's head shattered. He's gone now. And you're just like, oh, wow. Like, it's just gruesome stuff happens. But, yeah, it was it was, it was pretty solid. It was, it was a nice hour of just big, splashy stuff, which for a cable show is, you know, it's pretty cool. But it's the second last episode of the season. I don't know what there are all the loose ends that are going to be left after this week's, but I'm, I'm slowly losing interest in a lot of what's going on in that series. I really hope they kill a lot of people like really quickly, like just get rid of them, just delete them from the show. They don't need to be there. It's kind of hard to do that though, when it's already been done in books. Yeah, I know. Maybe like maybe wander a little further from the books. I don't know. I'm not sure. Then you also can but avoid But then you the alienate away all the people that, like, are the bread and butter for their audience. Is that really? Because, like, so many people are ignorant of the books, and that's why you get jerks spoiling stuff on Reddit, because they're like, oh, I've read the books, this happens. Zombies or something, and you're just like, what? No, you get jerks on Reddit because of the internet. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, th- I don't know if the majority of people watching Game of Thrones have also read the books. I, I Actually, I think now a lot of people have started watching the show and can't contain themselves and start reading the books. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. Um, I was thinking I would uh, read the first book. I would just borrow it from my roommate and see how it goes. But, okay. Like, if I don't have to pay for it, why not, right? Sure. I, I mean, I'm, I've heard their quality. I just, I, I don't know. That manner of fiction, I just, I'm not interested. Staying on the whole, like, Reddit thing, I don't know if you want to talk about this on air, but you said you had a little fight about hoagies or something? About hoagies? I don't know, you were saying sandwiches. <laughs> oh, sandwiches. This was the Subway thing. Um, yeah, that was about turkey and ham. Okay, <laughs> so which... what was the problem? The, the whole thing, like, it's such a non-issue was the main thing. Like, it's like, oh, whatever, one type of cold cut versus another, not a big important thing for humanity to even talk about right but basically here's here's the whole story recently i i've 
discovered if you want upvotes in your for your comments on Reddit, you need to comment on new stuff. You know, you can't just go to the top page and like also say something because that conversation already happened like three hours ago. Right. Um. So I was just going through new stuff, and someone posted uh, today. I learned, um, all Subway meats are in some way turkey products or whatever turkey-based products. And then there was this very shrill blog article about how that's super deceptive and horrible. And basically, all I said was like, "Hey, I, turkey's better for you, so this is cool." And that was all I said. Yeah. Because okay. and the only basis I have for that is my cousin said that once, and I trust my cousin. That's it. I don't. I mean, it I don't, very well might be. That's not the point here. I'm guessing though. I don't read no science journals about my lunch meat. I don't care. That's probably but, a good thing because you probably never eat again. Yeah, like I just, I was just like, hey, my cousin said this, and he's healthy, so whatever. One sentence thing, and then dude responds with like this giant thing, just this huge like three paragraph thing. But he's not quoting anybody. He's just saying this. Like it, it came across to me as like a paranoid sandwich conspiracy theorist or something and okay. he was saying like dude actually that's not necessarily true like people were telling talking about the cholesterol and the fat content and stuff and like that so he might was not... calling he was calling you out yeah he's calling me out it's like so that's not like, even true bike dude. Racks three o'clock huh he was calling you out he wants to fight i guess or he he wanted to like dis like you know be like no this is not true i gotta i got i owe this to the people to clarify the sandwich situation Okay. Um, to which I, I like, my initial like gut reaction was just like, all right, I gotta find one of those gifts about, oh, you thought I cared? Here's how many fucks I give, something like that. And I was like, no, that's really rude. Oh that's yeah, internet. so you make it worse. That was internet, like that's internet rude. So I'm just gonna, I, I literally just, I said, oh, I, I truly don't care. Thanks though. That's what I said. Yeah. Which I okay. guess came across even worse apparently, because like so many people took exception to that I said that. He's just like. Why are you on a learning forum if you don't want to learn? And it was you know just what like, they they kind of have a point. I guess, but I was just, just like because like if you don't care, like and then I got all defensive because I was wouldn't. like, well, he didn't cite anybody anyway, so this isn't even learning. This is just a dude has another opinion. I don't know. And oh, I was so just you like, kept it going. And then I kept, I got kind of pulled into this thing, and then eventually it was just like I basically laid out everything as I just did, talking about like I don't. This is based on my cousin. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, uh, more you can have than the, the sandwich, sandwich crown. debate, I guess. <laughs> Take the sandwich crown, dude. I don't care enough. More importantly about it. than that, I guess, is that you were saying it kind of changed your outlook on how you like. Well, just like being defensive of, of opinions you don't care about, but like don't don't front if you don't care. Like if you don't care, right. you shouldn't front because you don't care. So if you don't care, you wouldn't it. have gone back. Just and drop it. Like just drop it. So it it started like late at night or whatever too. So it was just like. Me scrolling through things, just like whatever, and then went to sleep and woke up, and there was like yeah, because I think you people. were texting me, and that was around one o'clock in the morning, and you were like, "I'm in a foul mood" or something. Yeah, like it just put me in this weird spot where I was just like, "Wow!" Like I inadvertently got into a fight I didn't want to have, so I'm just gonna be more careful going forward. Um, but yeah, you you still get comment karma though, dude. So it totally works. Like yeah. I just okay, like there, there was go. there was one that was just like basically a Jurassic Park quote as the title, and then I went in and it was a picture of something else, but I was just like, where's Jeff Goldblum? Get a bunch of upvotes, because people love Jeff Goldblum. So, done. Mm-hmm. Done. I figured out Reddit. Um, but anyway, yeah, that happened. Um, what, what, what's next? Video games? Uh, yeah, I guess so. So you've been playing Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Uh, I played through Snake Eater HD collection. Mm-hmm. Um, I think th- we touched on that a bit last time. I beat it, though. Right. Um, and there, there's some great achievements in that game. Because there's, like, weird, nutty stuff in that game, and there always has been. Um, but I was playing on PS2, so it's like, I'm not going to find all the frogs, because who cares? Oh, they're frogs, then? The Karotans, yeah. There's yeah, because they're Yoshis in, like, the Nintendo version, right? Right, which I'm still, like, I don't... Playing it HD on my couch, like, it's just like, why would you want this on a pocket device? Like, that's just ruins it. Yeah, it? I actually played the demo. It handles okay. So but it's like, how is it cinematic or anything? Because, like, yeah, what I love about it's those games the is they're game. movies, basically. You're part of a movie, or like a TV series, and it's awesome. Yeah, probably I guess TV more so a movie. Because you don't play a 15-hour movie. Right. That, or it's like redefining movies, because it's like a 15-hour movie. You know what? I might be okay with that. Like, not in a theater, 
but something you can buy and take home and just watch periodically. I don't know. Either way, I really I like there's some corny business in there. Like I kind of forgot about some of the some of the dialogue is just so cheesy. Like, like it's like fear, everything with the fury. The uh, I like the fury because he's just like he's an astronaut that just went insane. So that's kind of yeah. funny. But the pain is super silly. Uh, even like even like some of the jokes they do with the end. Like it's like it will be the end for the boy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you see what I did there? No, no. Let me run it by again. The end for him. Because his name is the end. No, <laughs> no, no. Still don't get it. Maybe try one more time. Every character seems to do some variant on that. Like, I think Snake says it, the end himself says it, and the boss says it. Basically the same joke. And it's just like, okay. And then when the when you defeat the end, I forgot his, like, his dentures fly out and he explodes. Like, it's so I dumb. Yeah, I didn't remember that at all. Like, maybe it's only if you d defeat him with a Trank gun or whatever, but it is so silly. Either way, I love that game, but man, it's got it's got some weird cheesy stuff in there. It has but, one um, of my favorite female like characters in it too. A the boss video game, yeah, yeah. The boss is great. Although I I still don't know like like it's it came out like seven years ago. Can we just talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, spoiler warning for Snake Eater available now HD collection. Check it out. Available um, on every platform. Where have you been for the last ten years? Well, it's available now. It, like I was thinking back, it's like this was only on PS2 for a long time. This is the first time like true Xbox devotees could even play it. But whatever. Uh, they it, yeah, like they don't care probably. Like, I guess. True, just like Xbox I mean, devotees that are just like, no, I only play Xbox games. Fuck. And then I was here. thinking like, man, a lot of people haven't played MGS4 then. Like that's probably just true. But yeah, I bought probably. a system largely for that game. I'm interested in getting to that game again because, like, I want to revisit it and see if I was wrong because I didn't like it very much. But it has one of the best parts at the end, though. I there's some good stuff in it. I recall. Do you but remember I, crawling I just, through the reactor or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that was that a good, part's really good. That was a good intense moment. But anyway, back back to sorry, what were, Metal Gear Solid Three? The boss. Right, right, the boss. They they. She has her whole thing about, like, enemies change, like, there's no such thing as a timeless enemy, like, nationalism is kind of an antiquated notion, yeah. like, a whole bunch of stuff I agreed with, and then Eva, her recording seems to imply that she was actually secretly undercover the whole time, and she actually was working for the United States the whole time, so don't worry about it, she was actually loyal to her country anyway, and it's like, what, who, that just goes against everything she said, so, yeah. well, who cares? I mean, she Technically, she was working for herself. She was doing whatever the hell she wanted to do. Yeah. And I guess the U.S. just and I respected some that the... way more. But like, yeah, it was like that the CIA had to kind of get their stamp on it. It's like, what? I don't care. Like, the, America is hella sketchy. So anything you're saying that is like kind of contrary to their warped perspective of the world, I'm like, yeah. But... Right, but for, like, the Americans playing it, you have to remember there's some of them that are totally about the patriotism, so that part was probably thrown in for them. Yeah, like, it literally ends on a line, like, she was a true patriot. It's like, but what does that mean? Like, that's not Because if they I didn't want. put that line in, it wouldn't make sense that they would give her an actual burial and they would, like, talk about her at all, because they'd be like, oh, no, she was just a piece of shit. Well, they were saying, like, her legacy was tainted or whatever because she was... She actually saved the world, but... She it was like a black op or whatever, so she'll never get the glory for it or anything and whatever. Oh, that salute, you, man! Did you cry? You can you can do a first person view during that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, but I accidentally did it, and I was like, "Oh, amazing! You could see him well up from inside his eyeball. This is amazing." So did you yeah, well up like, at all? I uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I st the one thing that's always bothered me about that scene is Eva starts crying in the narration, and that ruins it for me. Yeah. Like, it's like, don't, no, the game shouldn't be emoting for me, just just play it straight, and we'll see what happens. Because, like, I, I usually get caught up in that whole thing, and then I get dropped harshly when she starts talking again. Because it also doesn't make sense narratively, because her tape blew up, and then it continues to narrate. So it's just like... This scene is weirdly edited, guys. I don't want to nitpick. I mean, you're still doing good things for narrative kind of cinema stuff being put in a video game, but what? But whatever. I over yeah. Um, but whatever. I still love that game, and that prompted me to go check out the original Metal Gear Solid. 
that's still never... my favorite one. The original. Yeah, like PlayStation. When was the last time you played it? Uh, three months ago. Why do you like it? Because, I don't know, probably nostalgia deals with a lot of it, but it was, like, my first foray into the, like, PlayStation next-gen thing, because before that I only played Sega and um, Super Nintendo and stuff like that. Okay, fair, fair, because, like, I realized at some point, it's like, wait, I've, I've, I've played this story via Twin Snakes, but I've never actually played this game. So like, I, pretty much that game really takes off for me, though, after the Psycho Mantis fight. Everything after that. I okay, like, I'm still before that. Um, basically, here's the, here's the only thing. Like, I'm not gonna say it's, like, a bad game. Like, it's still incredibly innovative at the time and everything, so I, I get... Like, it's still worthy of respect in a lot of ways, but wow, that thing is clunky. So clunky. Like, it was, like... Controls, you mean? As soon as I picked up the, like, gamepad and, like, pressed, like, I was like, alright, let's go. Oh, holy crap. There's no analog control in this game. And it just, like, broke my mind. Like, it was just like, right, there was a time people were playing 3D games before analog sticks. Right, I still what? don't use the analog sticks if I don't have to. I don't like them. You don't like I, the analog sticks? I use a D-pad for everything, which is why I like the PlayStation controller much better than the Xboxes. You're crazy. Like, You're crazy, I, Paul. I don't like sticks very much at all. What? How do you play video games? I'm just gonna type in here. You're crazy, in the in the <laughs> Skype chat. You're crazy. That's it. I don't know. It's the same reason why, like, for the longest time, I could only write or I could only play first-person shooters inverted. It's because my childhood of growing up with uh, the old D-pads and stuff like that, and then Goldeneye for my first-person shooter experience that was on a console without like a mouse and keyboard. I did play that with C buttons. So yeah, that, that like, worked. That out. was fully inverted. I mean, I initially I did play with the default control scheme, which is crazy on Goldeneye. So you're right, like that works out better with with D-pad type stuff. But man, like I like I just was struggling immediately to figure out how to even play. But fortunately, I guess the original Metal Gear Solid has like kind of weirdly forgiving time stuff when you're discovered. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you got spotted. You hide for, like, five seconds. Everything's fine. No one cares. Oh, I don't even remember that. Like, it's like, if you stay out of sight for more than, like, 12 seconds, you're all the way back to as if nothing happened at all. Which Wasn't it that, um... Didn't that have an extreme mode on it, too, though? Oh, probably. I just played on default. Like, okay, normal. because, like, in the extreme modes, what I like about that game is that if you get spotted, you're dead. Oh, so, like, that's... I like that way better. Do you? Because there was, like, a room... Like, I've only played the first two hours of the original. I think I'm actually going to have to restart and put on easy mode, because, like, Cyber Ninja's just kicking my ass, and it's horrible. Like, it's just like... That... Yeah, okay. You just so got to fist just, fight you him. You just met uh, Otacon. That yeah, day. and, like, it's like, yo, fist fight. And I was like, okay. And, dude, it's just like, he does flying kicks and stuff, and drops from the ceiling, like, once, and you die. And it's just like... Or, like... I, this is not fun. This is not fun well, at all. he always... He always does a drop in the middle, like almost always. Right. Just I usually just run in back and forth in the room. Yeah. Play, you just have to like run around awkwardly and hope he doesn't hit you, and then land like one or two punches, and or then just run plant around. claymores everywhere, and then he hits them. Then you just run. Are you allowed to one. do that? Because I put down some claymores and just didn't damage him. But I guess that was in the first phase of the battle when he had his sword. Okay. So you have to like punch him, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, yes, the true nature of combat," and then you actually start cheating he has like three parts He's okay just like now we i just got like really pissed whatever, and i was like you know what i'm gonna play metal gear solid 2 so then i start playing metal gear solid 2 and i love that game great. yeah that game's great like people got all angry at like riding and whatever dude whatever that game's great i like um, riding and they introduced like it like i guess i was glad i played them back to back though because you got so much contrast and how much they added in metal gear solid 2 you're just like oh wow yeah Hiding in lockers and, like, hanging off stuff. First-person aiming. First-person, yeah. This just changed everything. And then, like, 3 adds some cool stuff, like camo and whatever. But... 3 is still my favorite. Uh, 3 is my favorite game. I, I, I Again, though, I want to play 4, but I think the thing with 4 is, like, each game seems to have their lineup of crazy mercenaries that you go up against, like, super-powered dudes. Mm-hmm. And I just don't remember anybody in 4 standing out at all. 
Like, it was just like, we got more, this guy's an octopus or something. It was like, this, alright. Like, he's just like some invisible guy. Isn't there an invisible guy? Or something? Or lady? Aren't they ladies? What? Huh? In 4, they're all ladies, right? Yeah, there's the, probably an, is there an achievement or a trophy to take pictures of all of them or something? Great, that sounds like something they like, do. Like, I can't remember what it is. You beat them a certain way, and then you, oh. like, unlock a photo shoot with them, and you can take pictures of them without their suits on, and they're just, like, sexy ladies. <sighs> yeah, okay. Which is hilarious. Oh, man. You can kiss photos of ladies in lockers in Metal Gear Solid 2. I didn't know you could do that. There's an achievement for it. It's, there it's is? awesome. Yeah. That's it hilarious. Was like, that's the only reason I knew you could do that. Apparently, there's also, like, a, there's a masturbation joke one as an achievement. Yeah, um, where you? Yeah, I remember. And there's that. one where you're supposed to take a photo of a dude without pants and send it to Otacon. And I think I already okay. missed my opportunity to do that. But yeah, there's some funny, humorous little achievements in there, and also just ones that demand you play a whole lot of Metal Gear, which I'm kind of inclined to do. So it's like play all the VR missions. And I was like, I did that once, and I didn't get an achievement. So now I'm gonna do it again and actually get an achievement, and then I'll have achieved something. There you go. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of really caught up in it right now. And I'll, I'll I'll go back and give original Solid another chance, but it's so weird for me playing that without, like, PS2-era graphics and stuff. Like, I like Twin Snakes quite a bit. I don't know why people keep complaining about it. I guess it animated up a little bit. Is that the problem? Kind of, yeah. Like, the cutscenes and stuff are kind of ridiculous. But, like, there's some ridiculous cutscenes throughout those games, and, like, 4 kind of stepped it up in riding, slicing robots in half and stuff. Like, it gets insane. So, it, I don't know. doesn't seem out of character for me. Didn't Kojima even disown that game? Which one? Twin Snakes? Uh, probably. I don't know. Maybe, Who maybe was it didn't. that did it get in? Was that Silicon, uh, Silicon Knights? Knights? It was Silicon Knights. Which, those guys get kicked around a lot, but they, they, I want to play Eternal Darkness again, too. Like, those guys seem to... Do you have right. that game? I do. I do own that okay. game. Okay, I've been looking for that game everywhere. I can't find it. If you're going to play it in the near future, I could lend it to you. But or I'm going to play, play it sometime together, this summer. Maybe? Oh, if you want. I, I thought know. you hated like, Let's Play. I don't but... need to play... Like, I don't need to own it or anything. I just want to play through it and see it again. I, I just remember there's a Canadian firefighter in that. And I I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I don't remember anything about that game. I didn't ever own it. My friend did, so I would just come over periodically when he was playing it. I bet it looks horrible now. Because I played it some Probably. years ago, and it looked clunky already because it was like a launch title. But I remember it, it had some pretty neat stuff. It's kind of Lovecraftian weirdness. I do yeah. love some Lovecraftian, so that's good. So right. Animal Crossing still? Uh, Yeah, I keep doing that. Uh, KK Slider is going to be there tonight. So I can't forget this time. Um, I don't know but, what that means. Oh, uh, he's the dog. He's a musician. He travels around, stops by the train station, plays you some tunes. And he cuts you a demo tape, and you can put it in your stereo. At the Comic Expo here, when I was going to the train station, some dude wanted me to buy his demo tape. Awesome. I awesome. Didn't, I didn't have money, and I wasn't going to give it to him anyways. They looked shady. Oh, I did see that guy. I also did not buy his tape. Maybe it was great. Maybe we could have discovered the next, you know, somebody. The next Actually, no, TI. I think the next somebody would have more internet prowess and would know, yo, get a SoundCloud account. You know what I'm saying? Right, unless, like, they're actually from the ghetto or something and they don't have a computer. Right, just using tape In which case, that $5 probably would have saved them, like, another night of their life. <laughs> Man, just make it all higher stakes on that. I hope not. I hope that dude's fine. But now nah, I feel weird. And Time Pilot, I guess. You've been playing that quite a bit, oh, I saw. Okay. Um, yeah, Animal Cross is still great. Um, don't lend cameras to ducks. That's just a rule. Just don't do it. That's what um, I live my life by. Yeah. Uh, Time Pilot, man, that final achievement. It's just, it makes me feel bad at games. What is it again? It's get to the final level without dying along the way. Okay. And I, I came within, like, three bullets, maybe, one time. Like, I got to level 1982 or whatever, the final boss, I guess, was there, and I did one sweep and shot him a bunch, but he didn't explode yet, and then I ran into some stuff, and I was just like, Great. oh, So, yeah, I basically, now, I don't have long play sessions of that anymore. I'll just, like, give it a try once or twice, and then just be like, no, nah, I didn't get it, and then just leave it again, and then I'll, uh, one day, one day. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but yeah. Um, did you, oh you you played some indie game or something? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a game on uh, Xbox Live indie games. It's called Bureau Agent Kendall. Um, it's I guess renowned in indie circles for being like one of the nicer looking graphically games in mm-hmm. the indie game market. Um, the actual game part's kind of terrible, though. You're basically agent. You play Agent Kendall, um, uh, FBI. I guess FBI IT person. Like she does the computer stuff. Okay. But then like your superiors like, no, you're going in the field because we need our agents to have like experience doing multiple things. So I found that kind of weird. It's like really, but like the the reason they contrive for you to do stuff is kind of bad or. Well, it's just kind of weird. It's like, oh, you work on computers? Why don't you go check out this murder scene? Like, yeah. Like, okay. okay. Well, well, like, you don't know if it's a murder scene. So you meet up with this dude there, and he's like, yeah, uh, I'm going to test you out. So when we talk next time, like, you have to tell me some info about me. We're going to test out your skills on finding out information and stuff like that. It's basically just a game where it's uh, dialogue trees. And okay. it's just purely dialogue driven. As far as I've played so far, you don't walk around or do anything really. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, it's kind of lame. And I think the reason why a lot of people say or this game gets any credit at all is because Agent Kendall is very well endowed in the chest, like oh. to the point where it's laughable because like there's no way a girl of that frame could ha- support that without breaking her back. Is so, it, like, humorous, or is it, like... No, like, to it's totally trying to be, like, Heavy Rain serious. So, uh, uh, it's it's kind of weird. And, like, my roommate's a girl, and she's just, like, kept commenting on it, and we were laughing about it. So, it was ridiculous, but not for the... Like, it was fun, but I'm not looking at the some way screenshots. Like, yeah, she's just got... Why is... She's got, like, an unbuttoned shirt. It's like a yeah, nightgown. like, it's totally pointless. And, like, the first comment my roommate said was, like, holy crap, she's like a triple H. That doesn't make any sense. And we were <laughs> laughing about dumb shit in the game. So it was super fun, but not because of the game. So I guess I can't recommend it. I'm probably not even going to play any more of it. Hmm. Um, How playing, much was it? It is, like, four or five bucks, which is extreme for an indie game. Okay. Uh, I've been playing more Demon's Souls. But uh, I guess the only reason I'm really bringing this up is because they shut down the online aspect of it. So those right, like I got an email a few months ago, like I'm part of the Atlas Faithful mailing list or whatever, mm-hmm. and they said like, "Hey, you you guys demanded it, and we're doing it. We're extending it." But yeah, I, I guess... don't think they did, or they're gonna put them back up because I played. They said they were gonna shut them. This down This was at months the end ago, though. May. I guess I just I thought this was safe for like a year or two. But well, they gone. said they were going to shut them down at the end of May, and I played May 30th, and then, like, when you turn on the game, it says, great news, we're going to push it back a little bit further. But then as I was playing, there was still nothing. So I'm guessing so, maybe they took like, them Like, what does that mean? Like, is the world tendency stuff not going to matter anymore? Or? See, that's the thing I don't get, because, like, people, there are still quite a few people playing this game. Yeah, no, it's a beloved. Like, there's kind of notes niche thing. everywhere in that game, or there was, and there was bloodstains and stuff. So lots of people still play it. And Will one those of the stay there? Is the different tendencies and the world stuff, and like going into other people's game. Like there's right. items dedicated to that, and there's a whole sect of people that do PvP. So like, are they just not going to get like half the game now, or like the main thing they're going for? I don't know. Hmm. So would all the notes and stuff from year like the years past just disappear? Yeah, they disappear. I think there's a limit on each server and how many notes there are or something hmm. because they disappear as like I've played through it there's been different notes in different places. But like if a note disappears, usually somebody else will put their note there that says roughly the same thing, so it doesn't matter. Huh. That's that's too bad. That's that's unfortunate. Those notes are super helpful too. Like if you've ever played Demon Man, Souls, man. So like you're great. saying, like if I ever want to actually play De- Dark Souls, I should probably get on it because who knows how long. It's but gonna... this game is pretty old, right? Like what is it? Five years old now? I don't think so. I think it's like oh nine. Wasn't it oh eight? No, I'm pretty sure it's oh nine, dude. It's okay. not that old. Then like they really turned around quick on Dark Souls. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, they did. Um. Here, I'll double-check, but I'm pretty sure it was 2009. And, yeah, I played a bit of Fez as well in my kind of sick stupor last night. 
But, like, um, this was post me already playing a third yeah, of it, so, so... I mean, I think we said on here, basically, you came over and you played through, like, maybe an hour and a half, two hours worth? October 2009, yeah. Okay, so, uh, like, you probably Souls. played about two hours worth of Fez that night. And yeah. I went back into it. I still don't see the appeal of what I'm playing, but, I mean, it's really hard to, like get into it now especially because since you've played a bunch i find that i'm going to like a part of the world that you've totally already done right so that's that would really be frustrating you're just like oh a new room oh it's empty yeah okay. exactly yeah. so now like instead of like oh a new room and there's stuff to collect it just looks like i'm walking around with nothing to do so that's and, like really this weird creepy empty world yeah yeah and you warned me you told me that would happen but i didn't listen so I'm okay with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I've still been meaning to go back and actually wrap that up, because, like, I'd never beat this New Game Plus kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, at some point, I guess I'll do that. But, yeah, sorry if that kind of sabotaged that well, whole thing. Well, that's fine. But anyways, I guess Fez, pretty good indie game. I like the look and sound of it, especially, but, yeah. And speaking of indie games... Right. Speaking of indie games... Um, it's the, it's been a thing for a while, the Humble Indie Bundle. A couple of years now. Yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever bought one before. Like I it, haven't either, but that's because before they do the bundle, I've usually bought in the games I've wanted, like, each. Separately. Yeah, like, even this time I ended up, I have most of them, but there was two things, I guess, that I was like, yeah, you, I'll probably check that out. Do you out, have what's out. in the Humble Indie Bundle this time? This, this time, uh... The the five games they're Amnesia, Dark Descent, mm-hmm. uh, Limbo, Super Brothers, uh, Sword and Sorcery, uh, Bastion, and Psychonauts. Those are piece. all ridiculous to have in a bundle because I've owned all of them for like the last year. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, I guess I do own versions of all of those games. Actually, I just I've become dissatisfied with the iPhone version of Super Brothers. Like, I'd rather have a better interface well i have super brothers on steam so like there's really no point for me buying this yeah um, i guess i mean to help charity that's all right you're you're still giving money to kids and whatever but i I think it's just child's play can you gift the humble bundle Uh, i think so i might do that then because there's a lot of people i know that would enjoy some of the games but like they don't buy they have a pretty robust site where they explain it all but like, yeah, there's, like, Steam keys and stuff. You you could probably end up gifting some of them. I kind of wish I figured that out, because, yeah, like, I, I, I already had Amnesia. Um, I have Bastion on 360, though, So, but now I have it on PC. I never really liked that game. Really? Um, yeah. That's like, one of my favorite games. I know. Like, I like th- this whole experience has kind of, like, been like, wow, I'm, like, way apart from everybody on this Bastion thing because, like, it was like, oh, really? Bastion made the cut? And then I checked the thread on Reddit, and it's like, oh, man! Amazing! Bastion! Oh, also some other stuff. Like, Can everyone else was on this... you didn't like about the game? I'm just curious. Like, okay, I saw it first at PAX and thought it was pretty cool. Like, I enjoyed mm-hmm. playing through the demo and stuff. Um, and the narrator, obviously, is kind of the standout thing about that game. Um, but when I was actually playing it, I felt that that aspect of it just distanced me from the story rather than pulling me in in any way like it was like there was a mediator between me and the characters to the point where I kind of just didn't care about anything at all it was just like a chore you're rolling around through it to beat all the areas and oh weird like, because I the thing that kept me going is I wanted to hear more of what he had to say but like the whole thing about the world and like it getting destroyed or whatever like do you were you invested in that totally I didn't put it down okay I beat it Wow, yeah, whereas I was like, I could not care less about any of these people. And I did the different, like, not achievements, the different weapon things. Like, I yeah, would just go like, back apparently the combat things. actually was really well thought out in terms of different, like, like different stuff you equip and whatever. Like, I, I just don't like dungeon crawly type stuff anyway. Right, so this is. So, like, like fundamentally, it was like. Into, really. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, this is a genre I've never really cared for. But it has this neat narrative hook, uh, but this narrative... The art style is really know. nice, too. Yeah, and, like, the music, you do get the soundtracks and stuff as part of all of this, so I might try that. Did you that. listen to that soundtrack yet? Hmm? 
have you listened to the Bastion soundtrack? Like on not not orphaned like, from the game. No, I've never done. that. It's really good. Like people say that, yeah. Game. So like maybe maybe it's something that'll be like, oh, now I'm starting to see what everyone was on about. Because no, yeah, I like, think you'll like the music better than the game. Because I think like I that might summer, be on that wavelength personally. Just that summer, I just kind of jammed through that as it was part of the whole summer of arcade thing, and never really understood the appeal. But man, people love that game. So, whatever. I guess yeah. maybe I'll try it again. I have another version of it now. Um, Limbo, though, I love that game, and I use this as an opportunity to play through that. I again. almost played through that again just a few days ago. It's really easy to play through it again, as it turns out. Um, like, because did you, you start know it's it? coming. Well, especially for you, because you no, played I've... it so much. Yeah, like, I got all the achievements on 360, so I ended up playing through it like seven times. Um,. So, like, yeah, it was just, like, playing it again, it was like, I haven't played this in, like, almost, like, I don't know, six months or something, eight months, but I remember everything. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I I could almost do probably a five-death run again pretty shortly if I really wanted to. Like, I got a bunch of the secret eggs or whatever. You should just get me that achievement, then. Might as... Oh. I, uh, just give me a few hours and a podcast, and we'll see. I don't know. Well, I'll sit there and we'll listen to the giant bomb cast or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're like three hours, so that's Especially you played through that game twice. Ones. You could, yeah, I beat that game in ninety-seven minutes this time. Which, it's pretty good. It's so short, but it's so it's really good. But man, thinking back on it, like I think I was criticized for being like, "No, dude, everyone should buy this game." It's like, dude, it's fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars is a lot for that game. Like, yeah, it's good. It is but, actually, dude. Uh, so, as part of this indie bundle, it works out great, because you're, you know, paying a fraction of whatever you want, like, I don't know, let's I'm, say $8. I really like Amnesia. I, I've been, okay, like, again, I guess we just totally differ on analog control or whatever, because I can't play games anymore unless there's a controller, because I just don't, okay. it just feels wrong, like, I just don't like it, so... Like, I tried playing Amnesia a while ago. I'm I'm also going to totally cop to, yo, that water part is scary. So, For I stopped playing. Yeah. Like, all of it's scary. I haven't finished it because I'm kind of terrified to go back into it. Right, but just every... Like, I've, it's gotten to a point where everyone's saying that, so I'm just like, man, I feel lame. I'm going to go beat that game. But I it doesn't have native gamepad support, so I'm kind of looking into third-party software that maps to controllers quite well. But I like, think the, I found Does one. that really matter? Because you can just... Like, all it is is moving around with, like, a few buttons and then using the mouse to look around. I think it's just that you have to lean so far into your computer. But that's part of the fun, because then you put headphones on and then you're terrified. I am wearing headphones, but I kind of want to kick back in my chair and just play a game. Okay, I see. I don't know. Like, I like, yo, controllers, man. Maybe you should look into a computer chair that has, like, a mouse pad on the armrest or something. Maybe. That would be kind of cool, actually. Alright. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I intend to play through that at some point. Although I already own that as well. I actually was looking into reinstalling it before this bundle even came out, so whatever. And yeah, I, I plan to play Super Brothers properly this time. Um, but yeah, that, yeah I have that, to so go yeah, back anyway. to it. I, it didn't grasp me like it did some other people. I love parts of it, but like, I don't know. It seems to be also the one that's getting the least talked about. I think time. I would have more fun with that on, like, an iPad, because it doesn't feel good with a mouse. Yeah, yeah. Ideally, I would I would probably play the iPad one as well, but I don't have one of those yet. Um, but I, I, I should probably... I don't know. I, I'm spending too much money on this E3 trip, though. I can't think about any of these things for a while. Um, okay, but anyway, so, yeah. Hum, Humble Indie Bundle came out. Uh, just kind of a report on that, I guess. Uh, over 300,000 bundles sold right now, as of this recording. Um, $2.6 million charity. Pretty good. Uh, there, The thing that was happening on the gaming subreddit yesterday was uh, constant updates about the Notch versus Humble Brony bundle situation. Okay, I don't know what's a lot going of on with that. Could you explain? I guess... Um, I'm, I, like, I, I got just link- like not doing something that's pissing everyone off. No, he usually apparently donates a lot of money to the humble indie thing when it happens. Um, but th- there's a there's a kind of a charity group of bronies called Humble Brony Bundle that seem to kind of map their funding drives or whatever like based off of this indie bundle thing. So they buy 
an indie bundle with a giant collective pool of money. Yeah. Gathered from, like, a whole bunch of people. Um, and Notch and them have been kind of one-upping each other on the leaderboard for most donated or whatever. So... Okay. Yeah. Like, it would be, like, $3,000, $3,000.02, $6,543, and twenty-one cents. See what he did there? Yeah. Okay. I see. Notch did that, and now the bronies are in kind of a weird spot. <laughs> What like I don't get why this matters. I don't know. The, I guess the thing is, is it's just it's causing a lot of brony conversations on the gaming forum, which is kind of causing weird friction, which is always fun to see. Um, iron ironic part for me though, Notch watches the show, so mm-hmm. we won. The ponies won. Either way, we did it, guys. We already bought the world. So well, I mean, Notch did it. Notch did it, but, Notch you know. can pretty much buy the world, so... I think so. How much money would that guy personally... Like, 40 million copies sold or something? Like, I... I think the only person in gaming that could probably, like, outdo whatever he's doing is probably Blizzard, but that's because... Or Gabe Newell. Money. Gabe Newell gets talked to a bunch. As oh, yeah. As, I, yeah. I keep forgetting that he's a dude, I guess. Yeah. Whispers that he watches the show, too, though. I'm just saying... I'm really happy every time stories of this nature come up, because we're doing it, man. In fact, I'm have to leave pretty soon to go meet up with some fellow pony enthusiasts. So, Paul, if you want to join us sometime, I can no, help you out. I honestly don't like the show, so... Alright, I'm going to have to figure out how to... De- Alright, I'll map out some... Did you watch Party of One? I don't know. <laughs> okay, it's the best episode. I watched, like, six of them. So okay, the I first six though are also the worst six. So I didn't I watch that. the first six. I watched the first one, which is basically two. Yeah, and then like whichever ones you suggested to me, and then another one on my own volition. Hmm. All right. So like all, right. all things considered, I think you would even have to agree. I gave it a fair shot. Yeah, I I certainly respect at least giving it a look and being like, yeah, it's just not for me. That happens. I don't care if people like it. I just personally don't. Okay. You do like the values, though, right? I like the values. Um, they're not ones I particularly share in a lot of things, but, like, I would show So honesty show is no good? I would show them to, like, a kid, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Com Trees is great. You should buy all of his music. And that's it. That's all I got. I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's... A bit shorter than usual, I guess. But we w- went on a bit longer last time, so it works out. No, I think we're about where we should be. Um. Yeah, if you want to email us, uh, mediamonks at gmail? Yep. And Twitter, the mediamonks. Also, you can reach me at Paul B. Fleck. That's P-A-U-L-B-F-L-E-C-K. Mm-hmm. And Nathan at... Uh, Krasnor, it's K-R-A-Z-N-O-R. It's an American Z. Also, I guess listen to us on the go with Stitcher. Just search yep. us on there. We're on there now. Like, we're embedded in there, I guess. We have a few episodes that you can go through on there. Um, and visit pixel-response.com for more from us, including our Double D series. I don't know how I feel about calling it that. But... <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. That was unintentional. We were just looking for alliteration. Um, it was totally intentional. No. It was, From my standpoint, it was. Oh, you subverted my efforts of brainstorming into... Yep. I wasn't even thinking about that. Darn it. Riffin' on Griffins. Riffin' on Griffins seat. is pretty great. Um, check, <laughs> I don't even know what that's going to be, if anything, ever. But I don't think so, but it's on our Facebook page. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so... Contact it. Contact us that way, and enjoy this other clip of popular song. Bye. Bye.